0: Now before we get into this episode, we have a special announcement from one of our sponsors. Design Crowd is an online marketplace that helps businesses outsource their graphics, their logos and their web design with access to over 600,000 designers around the world. Now within a few hours of submitting your design requirements, you receive 60 to 100 plus designs so you have the best chance to pick the perfect design for you. Now, I personally love this option and I've used it in my business ventures and projects over the years because it saves me on a few major things in life. Now, it saves you on time. It saves you on the headache of going back and forth with designers and it's also affordable and scalable without you needing your own in-house design team. Now, the good folks at DesignCrowd are kind enough to offer you as an exclusive addicted to success listener, the VIP custom design upgrade pack, which will save you over $100 on a deluxe project for any type of custom design, including logos, uh, business cards, websites, flyers, emails, and many, many more things. Okay, So head over to designcrowd.com success, that's D-E-S-I-G-N-C-R-O-W-D, Dot com slash success. And the promo code just for the addicted to success listeners is success. S-U-C-C-E-S-S. Right now, let's get into this interview. Welcome to the Addicted to Success Podcast. I'm your host, Joel Brown, and I'm here today with Freddie Fry, who is an incredible motivational speaker. He's a youth leader, a hip hop artist. And a teacher that is in here inspiring as many people as possible. Uh, I came across Freddie actually uh, in a compilation video clip that Fearless Motivation created. And uh, they put me, Lewis House, Tom Billie, Preston Smiles, Alexi Panos, Freddie, and uh, Vishen Lakiani in the clip together. And it was an absolute inspiring clip. So, Freddie, thanks so much for inspiring the world, mate, and thank you for jumping on the Addicted to Success podcast.
1: Man, I'm excited, and hey, I'm, I'm pleased with the opportunity, and it's a pleasure to meet you, and I love what you said on the piece. It was, like you said, it was an incredible piece. Definitely an incredible piece.
0: So, Thank you. So, for those that missed it, uh, the piece was called What is Success, right? And it's, it's defining your own success, okay? And you can go check it out. Type in Fearless Motivation." and uh, run a search there. It's one of their latest videos, and you can listen to it. But, Freddie, in a nutshell, what do you believe it takes to really define your own success? What is success?
1: To me, success is, is basically individu- it's, it, it's individually based because what I think is success may not be success at all to somebody else. You have to know yourself inside and out to know what success is to you because success to me might be getting a million dollars. That may not be success to you at all. So right. understanding who you are on the inside and out will allow you to de- be able to define what success is. For me, I mean, hey, I like to have the money and the finer things, but that's not what success is for me. Success is me knowing that I'm giving everything that I got to, to the world. And I'm leaving this place a little bit better than I found it because I'm adding value, supporting my wife, supporting my family, and doing things on a daily basis to help, help not only me, but help other people go to another level. That's success to me.
0: Amazing, amazing, so Freddie, you work with a lot of youth. I know that you have basketball tournaments that you put on and and obviously you know you, you rap and you also connect with the youth quite often. What do you feel it is that the youth are missing right now like what 's an area within the within the youth that you feel like, damn, they they need this advice like this would help them a lot. What would that be
1: I think that there are, I think technology is so huge nowadays that they're missing just a lot of basic practical things that they that, that maybe before the cell phones and all the things that we di- we used to do, kids that they don't have to do because they have everything at their fingertips. They don't have to open up an encyclopedia. They don't have to go to a li- to a library. And mm. and also too, this hip hop generation. And some of the music that they're being fed is it's not it's not the best. It's kind of like if you just eat junk food, out, food all day, you know you're going to probably wind up being obese. Well, if you just <laughs> ignorance into your brain over and over and over again, in some capacity, that's, capacity, that's going to become a little bit of who you are. So I think the entertainment level is, is, is kind of making it difficult on them. And just they're not as hands on with things. You know what I mean? It's like right there for them. So it's need, they need to be able to get a little more hands-on with, with things that they do in, in, on a daily basis.
0: Wow, I love that you said that. I actually did an unplug from hip-hop. Uh, I had a, a spiritual moment and moved more into my relationship with God, right? We are talking a little bit about it before. I went from hip-hop to Hillsong, right? And I was listening to some different kind of music. You know, I went through that for quite, quite a while, like quite a few months. And I unplugged from the hip-hop for a bit I also started reading a lot more books. I've always read books, but I went into reading more books. I'm writing a book right now. So I've just got my head into the space of, I guess you could say more of the academics and learning and, and listening to something different. And then I I went back into listening to a bit of hip hop and I was like, damn, it was so evident to me, the lyrics, like it popped right out to me. I was like, man, I can't believe I... Used to just uh, like a sponge absorb this uh, these lyrics over and over again, and I believe there are some great hip hop artists out there.
1: There's some people that can put some words together very, very well.
0: You yeah, know,
1: they may not always be the best words people need to hear, but they still are talented. Yeah, I'm a hip hop artist. I've did it. I've done it so long, you know. And I've I've, I've had my moments mm. where I use profanity, and nowadays I don't use profanity. But I've been on both sides of the spectrum, so I'm never trying to be an advocate against hip hop. I'm just saying I would love to see a balance in hip-hop.
0: Right, 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 right. And I love what you said before where you said the youth are listening and then they're they're embodying some of it. And I think that comes down to identity. If you don't know who you are, you're going to just grab onto anything that sounds cool, that sounds appealing, that the masses seem to be drawn to. You'll just grab that and go, well, that's me too. I want that. Yeah. You know, and we've all, we're all guilty of it. I know so many people that have done that. They've gone and just grabbed the shiny thing and gone, I'm going to embody this and this is me. So how do you stay true to yourself? Like what do you apply in your life to really make sure that you are Freddie Fry, that you show up in the world 100% as you and that you have that certainty and conviction in your message and your vision?
1: Let me, I'm going to answer that question, but I want to I tell you a quick story about what, based on what you just said as far as kids gravitating to something that they think is cool.
0: I've
1: been in hip-hop so long. I was in hip-hop before there was really profanity and cussing in hip-hop. I was in hip-hop before N.W.A. And so I was engineering a studio, and I'm in Tulsa, Oklahoma. It probably was about 10, 11, 12, 13 rap artists that were coming to my studio that this guy allowed me to engineer at and do music. This was right... Crack probably hit crack cocaine, maybe 86, 87, 85, something like that, where it started getting bigger. Right a little bit after that time period. Everybody in the studio, nobody cussed. Everybody did clean rap, fun rap, that type of rap. UA right. came out, Ice Cube, and everybody came out, I promise you, including myself, within a year, we all cussed in our lives. Within a yeah. year, everybody used profanity in their raps. And that so that tells you that happened in, in Little old Tulsa, Oklahoma, and as we see, it spread throughout the whole world. But that was how powerful Ice Cube. I always say Ice Cube because he was the one that was just like so good, talented, and gallus. And N.W.A. and Dre were making the beats. It, it just changed everything. It just changed everything. And and I saw it happen in my studio that I was engineering, and it also I was clean. When clean no
0: more after that, <laughs> you know? Wow. So you got, that, that was an influence because you looked at these guys and thought, damn, they're getting even more uh, of a following because of this. So yeah, that, and that's tough. Like I talk about this often on the podcast is like having principles that you live by. A lot of people don't have principles and so they'll just go for whatever's popular. We have the principles. Sometimes it's tough because you see, oh, everyone's doing this and this is working, but are you going to sell out? Mm-hmm. of who you are and what your soul really wants, right? And what is your truth for the sake of getting, you know, a bunch of followers that in the end don't really like you for you. They like you because you're doing something that's not really you, which is crazy. right? right? I, I remember Will Smith from what I've heard so far. And a lot of, I had like his big Willie style album that really put me on to hip hop back in the day. And uh, I remember he wouldn't swear, you know, like, and that that was a thing. I remember seeing an interview where he said that his grandma really gave him a talk about the need, no need to swear kind of thing. You know, it's, it, you know you've got to stand by your word and, and, and don't sell out. And he, and he didn't. And it, he showed that you could be successful without having to do it. And I yeah. think that that was good. You always need people like that in the game, in, in every industry, to show like, hey, I don't care where the path has gone, where other people are going. I'm here to carve my own path. And mm-hmm. it, it takes, takes courage to do that.
1: It definitely does. It definitely does. And back to your question uh, that you were asking me for me is I have a set of principles. I don't want to let down my family. And so that, yeah. that's basically my why I have a thought process of, you know, one thing that I'm proud of in my life. And, and again, I'm not a person that judges anybody to each its own. I try to I try to walk and lead by my example. And if that example is good for somebody else, then, you know, feel free to, 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 to use it but uh, as i've never I've never drank and I've never smoked, and so I grew up in a household where I had a stepmom who drank whatever it drank everything, sloppy drunk standing, would be naked and walking around the house, peeing on herself, smoking crack, crack, smoking weed, and I never part decided I would never do that, and it never did, you know, and never happened to this moment, and I say that to say that. Being a hip hop artist, my hip hop artist, hip hop name is Player One Thousand, and we have this, this overseas following that's so crazy. And it was so last year we were invited to go perform in Yokohama, Yokohama Tokyo, Japan, and they booked us to come over there and perform. And it was bananas. Place was sold out. And it was a great show. After the show, everybody, I'm we're real person. It's me and another guy named Daryl to do the music together, Deekster. We're real personable. So we're out talking to the people and in and, and, and the crowd, and, but everybody was offering you drinks. Everybody would see, oh, I'm a a drink. Oh, drink. And I can promise you probably about it. And I, I didn't want to be mean or rude, but I had to, I had to have my, my, my beliefs. I had my convictions on what I would do and what I would not do. And so, I mean, I I didn't drink and I felt really strong about not drinking. And I promise you, and I see how people get caught up in drugs and all that. If people are going to offer that stuff to you like that over and over and over again, you have to be really, really strong and really, like you say, know your values to to withstand it, because it is an onslaught. And so me, for me, just knowing that I don't want to let down my family, knowing that I don't want to let down the legacy of my mother who passed away when I was four years old and knowing I I have a strong belief system and and I stay true to it. And I try my best to stay true to it. And don't put myself in try not to put myself in situations that would make it tough. That was a tough situation.
0: Wow. You survived it, dude. You survived it because the fire inside of you burned brighter than the fire around you mm. and you, you, you walk through it. Right. And, and this is the thing that I think a lot of people don't understand is the fact that just because your mom or your dad did it doesn't mean you have to do the same, right? right? Like we get to break the chain. Mm. It doesn't mean that we don't love them. It means that we are going to show our kids how to do it in a different kind of way. Here you got that's not detrimental to your uh, life and to the quality of your life. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so, Freddie, what do you believe uh, is really missing right now within the self-development space that you feel uh, called to really fill?
1: I feel like, uh, for me, what I think is my USP, my unique selling proposition is the fact that i am that I am hip-hop. I can go into a school and I can go in and spit bars and the kids are like, whoa, and boom. So as soon as I go in and rap, I have their ears. I have them. And, and well, I say kids, but I mean, even when I go and speak to adults, it's the same thing.
0: Right, that's your vehicle to be able to reach the youth.
1: Yes, sir, yes, sir. And uh, I just feel like that when you have that, you can, you can reach and teach them a little bit more. But I think that the, what's missing is, it's just not enough of it. It's just not, like if, if I turn on XM radio, okay, I'm going to get all these channels. But I don't have a channel that's a motivational channel. Why do I not have a motivational channel? Why are there not motivational programs on TV? It's just, a, not, a, it's just not enough of it. We need, to, we need more of what you're doing and more of what I'm doing and more of what several people that, motivation is, is underground, but it, as you, it, I, I believe you will agree with me, with, with me when I say, it's starting to kind of find its way into the forefront. I feel like oh, more yeah. people are wanting to motivation, more and more people are wanting to to have, have that little accountability in their ear to to help them push to that next level.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I can agree for sure. I can say that I've witnessed massive growth in that space. I remember when we started Addicted to Success seven years ago, dude. I remember I would I would do image searches on Google and type in motivation quotes. Right, literally, there would be like a picture of a flower in a field and like with word art, you remember word art in word, like really bad clip art, like, like font at, that would say follow your dreams or something like that. It would look terrible. And I, I saw it, right? And this is, you know, this is for anyone listening that's looking for business ideas. Always see what is that thing that, that just like really just like rubs you the wrong way that just like you got this itch. It's like, man, I can't stand it. This is what's going on right now. Someone needs to solve it. Yeah. That could be you. Right, yeah. so for me, it was like, nah, these this isn't good enough. So we started creating a lot of like really as aesthetically pleasing, uh, good-looking like picture quotes, and and we did that seven years back, man. That's how we really started to to get out in the world, and then from there, we then you know started interviewing people, and and a lot of contributors came on. But I have seen a massive growth, and I have also seen, as you know, like you would have experienced this, a lot of people saying, I'm a life coach, I'm a life coach as well. So wherever there's something that is having a massive impact, you better bet there's going to be a lot of people coming in trying to take advantage of it too. So I think we're going to get to the point where it's like, how do we keep this clean? How do we keep the quality, the level of quality there? And uh, what we need is we need more leaders. We need leaders that are willing to master, not dabble, but master the game. Mm-hmm. So that they can, and the only way you do that, man, is through the experience that you have. You can't trick it. You can't hack it. There are no shortcuts. it's like- it's, it's getting in, man. It's you like living. I remember you said that you like single father raising your kids at 24 years old and. It's you going out there with the youth and you like, you know, in the studio witnessing the, the shift and like having to tackle with this identity, like all of that is you, man. And that, that is what helps you to become a leader in yeah. the process to be able to lead more. Because I think a lot of people are, they getting sucked into the reality TV and they're getting sucked into the bling bling and, and all that other fancy stuff and not realizing that if they want to deliver value in the world, they have to become a person of value in the process.
1: Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. But yeah. To me, it's like, like for myself, you know, I was living a, I was younger and reckless. And, and honestly, I woke up one morning and it was like an epiphany. You know what I mean? It was like, oh, everything like changed like overnight. You know what I mean? And I could see all the error in my ways. I could see all the mistakes I made. I I realized I was in a deep hole. And guess what I started doing once I realized I was in a, I was in that deep hole. Started climbing, bro. I started climbing. Now, I know it was like a deep, deep hole, so it was going to take a while to get out of it. But I started climbing. And that's what people have to do. You find, you realize, when you wake up and realize you're in a deep hole, you got to start climbing. It's going to take you a while. It might take you two years, three years, four years, five years, 10 years. But you can't never stop climbing. Or you got to start all over again. And that's what I figured out. If once I stopped, I had to start all over again. So I never stopped. Just kept climbing until I got to where I needed to go.
0: Yes, 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 and I think people forget that at the end of the day, it's you against you, oh. all day, every day. You need to make sure that it's the, it's the stronger, more positive you that you're you're partnering with in that process, because sometimes we dig our own holes. Yes, you know, yes. sometimes like yes, yeah, sometimes life throws us a curveball, but I think that really the limiting thing that. Uh, mm-hmm the thing that comes into our life most of the time would be the fact that we've made poor choices, Mm. right? The the awesome thing is as human beings, we get to choose. Mm. And I think a lot of people make poor decisions and that takes them down a a bad path. And so uh, I think as you, you'd hope that as you get older, you mature in that we're talking about maturity before Uh, it it doesn't matter what your grades are. Uh, You know, like that's not going to define your maturity. The maturity is, making better choices and learning from the last. So we all get to make mistakes, but are you learning from the ones that you made beforehand? And are you becoming a better person in the process?
1: Well, everybody, you know, everybody's life has this already set of built in issues and built in problems that are going to happen by osmosis without you doing nothing. Yeah. When You start making those bad choices because you don't know what set of problems you were going to get already. You know what I mean? Like So when you start adding to it by making boneheaded decisions and boneheaded choices and compounding and compounding and compounding, before you know it, I mean, everything is in disarray. And then a lot of times people turn to drugs, they turn to alcohol, and what they should be doing is turning on your podcast and getting addicted to success. (laughs) (laughs) If you start getting addicted to success each and every day, you don't need the bottle, you don't need the drug. And one day turns into two and two turns into four and all you did small win after small win and before you know it, you're making every day a Wednesday. You're winning. you winning. What it it's all about. Amen.
0: Amen, brother. Yes. So, you actually work with Eric Thomas. Eric yeah. Thomas is a great mentor and, and figure in your life. What would you say has been a big takeaway with uh, going under, under Eric's wing? What is a big thing that you've taken from his guidance?
1: Oh, uh, man. You know, it's a team. Like, Eric has a team. That's, that's one of the biggest things. It's like some people may see Eric Thomas, but they don't realize that he has a, a guy named Carl that does that's that that putting all the videos and doing all of that. And he has a guy named CJ that's basically the brains of everything. And, 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 and so he has a team that puts, allows him just to do E.T., allows him just to be Eric Thomas. And so I've learned uh, a lot about, you know, which ways you, how you want to go about speaking when you're on stage, how you want to go about getting engagements, how you want to go about evolving, taking basically your idea from point A to point Z, not only by yourself, but using a team. And so it's, it's, it's been an amazing experience. I mean, working with, with ET and then just being in space with him and realizing how anointed he is, just listening to him. And uh, it's, 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 an, it's a great ongoing uh, situation right now. And then for me, we were in uh, Atlanta and we were at a conference and, and I do videos like five days a week. I do Daily Diamonds, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, thir- Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. I do a video called Make Every Day a Wednesday, every Wednesday. And he was talking and he looked at me. Because he had commented on my video. This is before I worked. was working with him. And he said, bro, just in front of everybody. He said, I just want to let you know, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling your stuff. I'm feeling what you're doing. And I turned around, I'm like, is he talking to me? My wife said, I think he's talking to you. Yeah, he was, <laughs> you know what I mean? And I was like, whoa. And so I saw him afterwards, man. He just, you know, dabbed me up. We had a, a nice conversation. He said, man, you keep doing what you're doing. You know, I'm really enjoying what you're doing. And so, no, it's. Good guy. Great guy. Great guy. We've had a lot of good laughs and it's a lot of learning going on. But one thing you learn, though, is that some people are just annoying. And that guy's he's, he's annoying it. And I see why a lot of people follow him because he's it's, he, he has some he has some, it's something else about him. You know, sometimes you say it's that it factor. He has that it factor.
0: He sure does. He sure does. He's blessed. That's for sure. And committed. I mean, you know, it's, we are talking about this before that discipline is such a huge part of success. Mm-hmm. I think people see, we were talking about the, they see the glory, but they don't see the story. They just see the accolades and they don't see like the, the struggle in between mm. uh, and, and the sacrifice, you know, and if you ask anyone that's playing at a high level, if they've ever made a sacrifice in their life, they would have stories. <laughs> but they don't make the stories uh, be the the excuse, right? At the end of the day, they're, they're like, okay, I get that this is what it is. We were talking about vision before, and the vision for me was such a huge thing that pulled me through. What is your vision, Freddie? What do you see in the next five years to 10 years in your space where you are right now? How do you see yourself playing this out?
1: I see, you know, for me again, it's like, it, it kind of goes back to you saying what you learned from, from Eric Thomas. And a lot of it is finding your lane. And for me, I know ultimately, ultimately my lane is, is, is helping people go from point A to point Z. I'm not in a good place right now, but I'm committed to learning. I'm committed to growing. I'm committed to listening. And I'm committed to applying. And so I feel like I'm a person that's trying to get people to apply what it is they don't know so they can get to places that they, ne- that they really never thought they could go. And so that's it. every aspect of it, whether it's basketball, whether it's hip hop, whether it's motivational speaking, motivational videos. My message is simply let me help you win this day so you ultimately can win at life. Where is it that where are the gaps? Have you self-assessed? CJ, CJ's with uh, ET. He always says, self-assess. Know your weaknesses, know what you don't do well. Don't think you can sing when you can't sing. You know what I mean? Let somebody tell you, no, you can't sing. Do something else. You're a great poet. Oh, you make people laugh. Let's go in that direction. But I'm just basically, everything that I do comes back to adding value and helping people win each and every day so they can ultimately win at life. That's, that's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm doing the rest of my life. That's it. That's it.
0: Well, hats off to you, brother. That is an amazing uh, virtue. An amazing mission to be on. So, congratulations! I love it. Awesome, awesome. So, Freddie, uh, we're getting near the end of this interview. I'd love to uh, have you share really how we can find you online. Like, where are you online?
1: Oh, I'm, I'm all over. You can find me. Uh, I just released the uh, new website, freddyfry.com. and it's uh, just F R E D D Y F R I dot com uh, on. Instagram is Freddie Fry empowers at Freddie Fry empowers uh, on Facebook Freddie Fry. You can just look. Everything is Freddie Fry, and then you'll pretty much be able to find me. Or even if you put in Player 1000, it'll lead you to Freddie Fry too, because we're one and the same. Player 1000 is just the hip hop artist side of me, and so that's where everything had been until about oh maybe a month ago. I went ahead and start trans- I'm transitioning now. Everything that's I want Play 1000 to be motivational music and Freddie Fry is motivational speaking and what the videos and all that stuff is you'll find over there.
0: There you go, guys. Make sure you connect with Freddie. Freddie is blowing up. (laughs) I'll tell you this. Freddie Freddie's going to be harder to catch in the future. So get onto it. Engage with Freddie. Support his content connect with Freddie because Freddie is going to such a high level as a leader. I, I I can see it. You know, I interview a lot of people. I connect with a lot of people in this space, and I can just see, Freddie, you're gifted, man. You're really gifted, and you're committed. More than anything, you're committed and focused. So, uh, guys, make sure you connect with Freddie. Make sure you check out his content, show your support. Freddie, we always end the interview with this last question, okay? And this last question is, if you were to deliver your last 30-second speech to the world, what would that last 30 seconds sound like?
1: Oh, good. You know, it's, it's interesting that you say that. My daughter just called me a few days ago. And she said, Daddy, I got a job. She said, I didn't want to tell you about it until I knew it was official. And again, went in Tulsa, Oklahoma that I got a job in New York. What do you think about that? And that led me to think about what your question was. And my last speech would tell people, go after your dreams with every aspect of your being. Don't let anybody tell you that you cannot succeed at what, you, what your vision is. The only way you ever, ever lose is if you quit if you give up, and if you don't learn. Nobody, and I mean nobody, and if they did do it, then it's an, they are, they're an anomaly. Nobody hits the home run the first time at that. Nobody succeeds at the levels that they wanted to succeed at the first time that they try. So embrace your failures, learn from your failures, never ever quit, and pursue your dreams with it. tenacity, And don't quit until you, in your heart of hearts, have accomplished and succeeded. That's what I would tell the world.